You are listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Kate Reuter, and I teach entrepreneurs how to optimize their performance, become more resilient leaders, and break through their income ceiling. I will share my experience coaching six, seven, and multi-seven-figure business owners and expose the truth behind growing and scaling a successful business. Here we'll discuss mindset, work-life balance, wellness, and business strategy, and have real conversations about what works well and what doesn't serve us. For the nitty-gritty of entrepreneurial success, you have come to the right place. Hello, and welcome to episode 108. In last week's episode, we talked about values and how they impact the decisions we make around our time, energy, and money. And in that episode, I mentioned how nobody else can tell you what your values are. This comes from inner wisdom and clarity about yourself as an individual. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about how this also applies to making better decisions and how to use both your mind and body to make better decisions as an entrepreneur. And again, this is not about anyone else telling you what decision you should make or why. This is an individualized process. So let's dive in. When we make decisions, we need to start listening more to the energy and the wisdom of our bodies and not just the logic of our mind. But in this episode, I'm going to teach you how to do both. In my one-on-one coaching with clients, I teach a five-step model that helps my clients get clear and more intentional with their thoughts. This helps them understand the logic in their thinking and they can make better decisions from that place. The second part of this is using their bodies to tap into that wisdom. And we do this in most ways using human design and their individual chart. Now, a lot of the reason I ask my clients questions during our coaching sessions is is because it helps them uncover this wisdom that they already have within them, this inner knowing. My one-on-one clients know how much I like to ask questions. And I ask unexpected, often open-ended and very thought-provoking questions that not only help them tap into the logic of their mind, but also into the wisdom of their bodies. And I do this because it helps them step away from the way that they're used to making decisions and access deeper wisdom, that inner knowing. Now, way too many of us are not taught to do this. We are taught only to use logic and to logic our way through problem solving, right? But only making decisions out of logic means we're setting ourselves up for hard times because things often feel harder or even dreadful if our energy is not behind it. We aren't inspired and we feel like we're just going through the motions. Perhaps we feel like we're doing things a certain way because someone else just told us that's the way that we should do it. And how disempowering is that? We often also make decisions out of fear. 
with little clarity on whether it is something we actually want or desire. And so taking the steps toward the result feels incredibly draining. And then after the fact, we wonder why we made the decision in the first place, and oftentimes it leads to regret. One way to know this is happening to you is if you seem to go back and forth when you're making a decision between choice A and choice B, and you can't make up your mind or you're easily swayed by others' opinions about what to do. Another indication this is happening is when you're tempted to list out all the pros and cons on paper, I do this, I'm very guilty of it, and logic points to one decision or one choice clearly, but something still doesn't feel quite right in your gut about moving in that direction. Or if you've made decisions in the past and you now realize they were the wrong decision and you feel like you should have listened to your gut. Also, if you feel like you're acting out of obligation more often than you're doing what it is you really want. Also, very draining. So all of these are examples of how you know this is happening and how using your mind and body in this new way to make decisions will benefit you. Entrepreneurship is full of risks. We can all agree on that. But if there's one thing I want you to take away today, instead of taking calculated risks, right? We've all heard that term, calculated risks. I want to offer another term to you. And that is aligned risk. This is where you're making a decision from both sound mind and body, where the two are aligned. And let's talk about the mind first. What I mean by making a decision from sound mind, and this is the place that I use the five-step model to help my clients get clarity, is that we want to like our reason for making the decision. So when my clients come to me and they're trying to make a decision, maybe they're torn between choice A and B, I start to ask them questions. And the first question is often simply the word, why? And this is what I want to encourage you to do if you're faced with a decision. Keep asking yourself, why? Why do I want this? Or why do I want to make that change? Or why would I choose A and why would I choose B? When you like your reason for making a decision, it will feel better energetically for you to take steps to move forward and make progress. When you're clear on that reason and it feels good, you're going to feel it. When you're clear on that reason, that thought for making the decision, you will feel something. And so when we ask ourselves why, why do we want this? A lot of times what we'll find in business is that maybe the reason, if we're honest with ourselves, that we're making a decision is because of money. Maybe because of fear or scarcity or if we develop an offer simply we because we feel like it will sell better 
Often these decisions come out of scarcity or fear, and they don't feel good. When we're clear on our reason, we feel something. But when we make it from a place of fear or scarcity, it tends to show up as desperate or graspy energy, often feeling like we're forcing the results simply because the reason that we're making that decision may only be because of money. And that doesn't feel good energetically for most of us. But if we're making the decision from a place and for a reason that feels good, like from abundance, not scarcity or fear, or because we're inspired about it or motivated or excited, the strategy, those steps that we need to take will be easier to implement. It will be easier to show up and make progress. Now listen, it still means you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone because we're entrepreneurs. We are constantly growing, reaching new heights, breaking through our income ceiling. So it doesn't mean things won't still challenge you or making these decisions won't be hard or force you to grow as you move forward. But it's not going to be hard simply because It's a reason that didn't feel good, that did not create the right energy. The benefit of making sure you like your reason is that it will not only feel good, but you will have your own back no matter what happens. I'm going to say that again. If you like your reason for making a decision, you're more likely to have your own back no matter what And when the strategy feels easier to implement because you like your reason for making the decision, you're more likely to stick with it. You're more likely to stay committed when it gets hard. And therefore, it's more likely to be successful. And if it doesn't work or pan out exactly as you thought, at least your reason for making the decision was aligned with you. So you can feel better about it. Then adapting or making a change or testing something new or tweaking your strategy will come easier for you. So you want to be clear on what your reason is, why you want to do this, and make sure you like it. Feel good about it. What is that feeling that creates? Now let's move into how we access the body with decision making. Our body is full of wisdom. And in my coaching sessions, we use human design and I help my one-on-one clients uncover their unique performance code because this is the difference between the thinking mind and the feeling body. And there is so much insight we can get from their human design chart when we look at it this way. I'm gonna give you a couple of examples. So in my coaching, we lean specifically on their authority in their human design chart. And if you don't know what that means or you're new to human design, don't worry. We're just scratching the surface here. And I do offer human design readings, income accelerator readings for 90 minutes where you will get all of the insights you need from your human design So if you want to learn more about human design, make sure you check out the link in the show notes for the Human Design Income Accelerator reading. But for now, just listen in because you're still going to get some great takeaways. So we lean specifically on their authority. 
Our human design authority is where we get this kind of clarity in decision making and the skill of using our body for these answers. Now, many of my clients have emotional authority, as do I, so I love talking about it. And what we do is we coach on having the patience to wait to respond. Because first, if we have emotional authority in our human design, we need to ride the wave of emotion until we get to a place of more clarity in that decision. So for those of you who do have emotional authority in your human design, I am giving you permission to ask for more time when someone asks you to make a big decision. I often recommend to have emotional authority to say, let me sleep on it, or I'll let you know in a couple of days. And this seems to work really well for them because it gives them the time and the space so that they can exercise that patience and ride the wave of emotions to more clarity. Now, for those of you who have sacral authority, those generators and manifesting generators out there with sacral authority, you actually get instant clarity from your sacral when you are using this properly. You'll be even more clear when you're practiced at listening to this gut instinct to your sacral when you're operating in alignment versus out of obligation or people-pleasing as well. Now, this takes practice. Again, don't worry if these terms are new for you, but I just wanted to give a couple of examples of different human design aspects that will guide us in a different way of listening to our bodies when we're making decisions. But either way, this gives us an opportunity to step away from logic for a moment, access the wisdom of our body and our energy using human design. Now, frankly, for many of you generators and manifesting generators, especially those with sacral authority, I encourage you to practice doing this with even just small decisions throughout the day. If this is new to you, you can practice this by asking yourself yes or no questions. Even when it comes to deciding on where you want to eat this evening or what's for dinner or even perhaps what you want to wear that day. So you can test it out in that way. But with this practice, you're going to get even more clear on the wisdom of your body, that inner knowing, what you truly believe is best for you without just relying on logic. Here are a couple of business examples where we are often making decisions as entrepreneurs. One is around our niche, right? Who our avatar is or which niche we're serving or if we're launching a new offer, considering launching a new offer. A lot of times my clients come to me and they have tried to focus on a niche for months and they're doing it for the wrong reasons, perhaps just because they feel like that's where more of the money can be made. And when they come to me, I help them begin to understand why this might not be working for them. Because when they're doing it just for the money, it is so much harder than when they choose their niche because it supports their values or because they're actually excited about it and inspired daily to serve in this way. When they make it for a reason that is aligned with their body's inner knowing, they fall in love 
with the decision and their niche. Or if they're deciding to launch a new offer because they're lit up by the idea instead of making a decision to offer a low-cost option out of scarcity, right? Because they believe that people won't pay for it if it's a higher price. That type of scarcity, that energy doesn't feel good. The energy is going to be way off. People are not going to buy that either. It is not exciting to create an offer from that place. It's not going to light up their sacral and it's not going to be something that they consistently commit to. The energy is so much different and better when we're making the decision from that wisdom and from a positive place with clarity that came from our body. When my clients do this instead, they show up more magnetic to that niche or with that offer. They start attracting their ideal clients left and right, even when they're not even trying. I had a client session last week where this topic of niche and offer was the focus of the conversation. We also talked a lot about her energy and the inspiration, the passion, the energy that needs to come behind her offer. She hadn't been booking consults in weeks And in just one weekend, she just messaged me today on Voxer saying that she was celebrating two new consults booked this week and that she had a third that was in the process of becoming booked. Another client example I have is around a big career decision. We'd been working on building her business and she was starting to hit record months after we started working together. And she was still working in her corporate job, but she didn't quite feel ready to leave her job because of logical reasons. Well, one day, this client voxered me and said, I'm fed up, frustrated, and angry, and I'm ready to turn in my computer to work. First thing I told her was, you know what? It's your decision, but I highly recommend you wait. Wait to ensure you aren't resigning from your job for a reason that you don't like and a reason that's creating negative emotion for you. Her just waiting a couple of days made a huge difference. She was willing to be patient, so she got more clarity. And instead of quitting with haste that day that she was frustrated and angry, she waited just a little bit until she had the clarity and more positivity around her reason why she wanted to leave. So instead of leaving on negative terms and burning a bridge, She met with her manager, had an honest yet positive conversation with him about it, and he shared with her she would always have a place to return there if she wanted. So she still decided to make the same decision, but she felt so much better about why she was making the decision to leave. And now years later, even through the dynamic ups and downs of entrepreneurship, she has consistently had her own back and she proved that she could break through her income ceiling while happily pursuing her purpose full time as her own boss. This is the difference. Don't limit your decision-making ability by only listening to logic. Your body is there waiting for you with more wisdom and insight. So use it. This is the work that I help my entrepreneur clients do around decision-making. We use the five-step model to assess 
what their mind is doing and make sure they are thinking intentionally, but then we also have tools to help them listen to their body. I teach them the knowledge of their human design and then help them develop the skill sets of honoring this new wisdom that they gain. No one else has taught them how to do this before. And human design is often brand new to them, but so helpful. They tell me they get so much relief and they feel more empowered knowing how to make better decisions this way. They get very clear on the difference between making a decision from mind and body and making sure that they're doing both by also leaning into their human design for more insight instead of just the logic. You can easily learn this too. Schedule a no-cost consultation to see if you're a good fit for one-on-one coaching where you can learn how to use mind and body intelligence to optimize your performance and break through your income ceiling, plus so much more. The link is in the show notes for the no-cost consultation, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Mind and Body Intelligence for Entrepreneurs. If this podcast has been helpful to you and you like what you're learning, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you want to spread the love, please share on social media, making sure you tag me because I would love to celebrate what you want to create. With passion, I'll talk to you next time.